Not sure how to use hashtags to grow on Instagram? You're not alone. Despite the fact that hashtags have been a prominent feature in Instagram almost since the app began, if you're curious, hashtags were introduced in January of 2011, and Instagram was first released in October of 2010. Many creators are still lost on how to best utilize hashtags to increase their reach and therefore their following. Here's the idea of how it's supposed to work. You put the right hashtags on your posts, which leads to more people who are in your ideal audience seeing your content. They see your content, they engage with it, and they'd like to see more. So they go to your profile and then if they like what they see there, they hit the follow button. That's the general process of how using hashtags to grow is supposed to work. So if this is supposed to be the magic process for getting more followers on Instagram, why isn't it working for more people? It's because the most important step in this process is also the most difficult, and that is finding the right hashtags. In today's episode, I am going to be giving you a deep dive into how to find the correct hashtags that are actually going to help you increase your reach and therefore your following. Too many of us just slap the same old hashtags on every single post and wonder why we still aren't growing, and it's because those hashtags aren't serving us like At that point, you might as well not even be using any. So in this episode, I'm going to share my exact process step-by-step for finding hashtags that are going to be effective for you. So keep on listening. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop-style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok, or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. The first thing you need to understand if you want to be able to use hashtags to grow your Instagram is exactly what niche you're in and who your target audience is. I know I talk about this constantly, but it really is the foundation for any growth strategy. How will we know what hashtags to choose if we don't even know who we want to reach, right? The whole point of hashtags is categorizing our posts into certain topic areas or communities so that those people can find that content. So if you're not even sure what the focus of your content is or who you would like to reach, you're not going to be able to choose hashtags that will help you grow. Part of this process is not only settling on your niche or your purpose, but also doing some market research to discover what similar content is already on Instagram. Don't rush through this process. This is going to be huge in helping you to find the right hashtags that will help you grow. I know a lot of us want to skip over to the good stuff and just get to the hot tips and quick tricks or whatever, but trust me, taking your time, and doing some good old fashioned market research, this is very important, okay? So if you can, grab a pencil, grab some paper, write down these instructions, because I promise you, you're gonna wanna follow through with these later. If not, um, type it into your phone, I don't know, make a mental note, but I'm just telling you, this is the process, let me lay it out for you. Start by finding at least five big creators in your niche, what I usually refer to as industry leaders. So this is like people who have probably over 100K followers, 
though it depends on your niche. Like if you have a very specific niche, they might be smaller than that, but that's okay. Just think of like, who are the biggest creators in your area? The people that, you know, your ideal followers will probably know who they are. They're probably already following them. The kind of people that when you talk to your peers about Instagram, you're always bringing up these people's names, right? So these are kind of like the celebrities within your niche. And of course, the actual level of fame these people have is going to depend on how specific your niche is. So think of who those industry standards are, those leaders that you always think of, and try to come up with five of them that you think are going to be most relatable to the kind of people you want to reach. So if you think about who your ideal follower is, make sure that in your mind, like they are following these people because you are going to use these people as your market research to figure out what the best hashtags are in your niche or topic area. So once you have those five creators in mind, you're going to add their names to a spreadsheet or a word document, and then you're going to start scrolling through their profile. So my personal preference, just to give you a bit of a visual is I will create a word doc, just like on, on Google docs or whatever. And then I'll create a table that has five columns and two rows. And in the top row, it's just going to be the names of each of these people in, you know, one per column. And then the bottom row is going to be where I actually start to record the hashtags. So that is just to give you a sense of how you might want to organize this. But of course you can do this however it makes sense for you. If you wanted to, you could create a column for each of these people in a spreadsheet and then have each hashtag in its own cell, whatever, whatever vibes with your process. So you're going to scroll through their profiles and you're going to write down the hashtags that they are using under their name. So the way you do this is you can do this on desktop. I find it's like very easy to switch back and forth between a tab with just Instagram for desktop open and then whatever kind of Word doc or spreadsheet you're using. And you're going to open each post and you're going to scroll to the end of their caption and see what hashtags they're using. Now, some people will have these in the first comment, so you might have to scroll through the comments to find it, but just look around and see if you can find the hashtags that these people are using. Now, this can be a challenge that you come across. You may notice that some of the big creators in your niche are not using hashtags at all. And what I'll say about that is, especially if you are in a more popular niche, like let's say you're in the beauty niche or travel or whatever, there are going to be some people in your niche that like have millions and millions of followers and really are not that concerned about organic growth strategies on Instagram, because once they get to that point, they already have enough word of mouth for organic growth to just happen. Naturally, they don't need to use hashtags. That's just my personal opinion. Once you reach a certain threshold of growth, hashtags aren't that helpful for you because you already have like a huge number of people that know who you are and are recommending your content to their friends. So that is why you might find, especially if you're looking at creators that have like close to a million or more followers, you might not find they're using hashtags at all. That's okay. Don't let this trip you up or don't get stressed out about it. Just switch out that person for somebody who is slightly smaller, who is still on the come up that is still using hashtags, especially if you're in a niche where you're finding a lot of your industry leaders are these huge multi-million follower kind of people, then, and then just tone it down a little bit. Find some people that have just around hundred K or so followers, because having that number of followers to me indicates that 
they're probably still trying to grow. You know, like hundred K obviously is a lot and that's really awesome, but they likely are still trying to grow past that, but they've obviously seen a certain amount of success to get to that point. Meaning they probably know what they're doing with hashtags. That's the whole point of finding these industry leaders is finding people that have clearly had success with their strategies. And therefore we can assume that the hashtags they're using are probably effective. So all of that is to say, if the first people that you find, as you start to actually scroll through their profile, you realize, oh, they don't actually use any hashtags at all. Don't stress, just go and find somebody else that you can use for your research and just swap them out and uh, put somebody else's name at the top of that column. So you're going to go through the profiles of people that actually use hashtags and you're going to write down every single hashtag they use in their most recent, let's say nine posts, because that'll give you a good idea of what they've been doing recently. So what I would suggest doing is if they use the same hashtag twice, write it down twice, just keep documenting it like word for word. This is just data entry. We're not going to be like organizing it or interpreting it just yet because you'll kind of want that information in terms of the frequency of how much they've used certain hashtags. So once you've gone through their most recent nine posts and you've recorded all the hashtags that they're using, organize your list by counting duplicates and put the most used hashtags at the top. And because I'm personally um, big on color coding, I'm going to tell you, and you can decide if you want to do this or not, I'm going to tell you to make hashtags with over five uses green, hashtags with two to four uses a lighter green, and then everything else, it can just be like black text on a white background. So you can do this or not. It's totally up to you. You could just organize them top to bottom in terms of their frequency of use. But I like this because then at a glance I can see, oh yeah, like, you know, the women supporting women hashtag that's been used over five times. Like that's a dark green one. I'm probably going to want to use that one a lot because clearly it's effective. So it just gives you a very visual way to organize the information you've collected and see which hashtags are actually the most useful, the most impactful, and therefore that you might want to use more often. But you can choose to organize this however you want. The way I did it is I just went through my list and when I saw duplicates, I would just start a tally next to the first time that I wrote it down. And then after I had a number next to it, like oh four or five uses, then I would do the color coding. But whatever process makes sense in your mind, you can do it. The point of this is just to know what hashtags are the industry leaders in your niche using and how often are they using them? Because that's a good indication of which hashtags are the most helpful to use. Finally, once you have all of your hashtags organized by how often they are used across these five successful content creators, you can create a chart to group them by topic or category. Okay, so before I described to you that I had this chart with two rows and five columns, well, on my next page, which by the way, I always format these Word documents in um, landscape so that I can have a wider chart, just, you know, whatever. I'm a geek for those kind of details. So I thought I would tell you now I'm going to go on to the next page of my Google doc and I'm going to create a chart that has again, five columns and two rows, but this time my top row, like the labels for each of the columns are going to have different content pillars or subtopics. If you already have your pillars of content decided, like I've talked about before, then just label them by those pillars. If you're not familiar, let me explain what I mean by this. Content pillars are the subtopics that you talk about that fall under or are adjacent to your niche. So I'll just give you an example because I think that's the easiest way to explain it. My niche is online entrepreneurship and social media marketing advice for women creators. My pillars are marketing tips, entrepreneurship encouragement, body confidence, 
self-love, and a little bit of lifestyle sprinkled in there. So I would sort my hashtags by those subcategories, marketing tips, body confidence, etc. Those are just the more specific subtopics that kind of fall underneath my overall niche and that relate to my ideal audience. I have talked about the content pillar strategy before in previous podcast episodes, so you can definitely check out more info about that. I will try to link the episode where I discuss that in the show notes, but that is the general idea of what content pillars are. So now that you've created a nice library of hashtags for yourself that is organized by topic and popularity, it's time to actually start adding the hashtags to your images, right? This is what we've been working towards. We wanted to find the right hashtags. Now we got to actually put them on our posts. So this is the approach that I personally use for myself and my clients when it comes to implementing hashtags, which by the way, if you didn't know, I have a social media agency where we create content for influencers and online entrepreneurs. You may have heard me talk about this in other episodes. I don't know. Honestly, I should mention it more often. We provide Instagram services. We provide podcast services, all kinds of different stuff. You can check out all the details and hire us to create your Instagram content if you want at katiesteckley.com slash services. So anyway, before you can start choosing your hashtags, you actually need some content to work with. Obvious, right? We need posts to add our hashtags too. So it's important that your hashtags are actually relevant to the actual content you are posting and not just a standard copy and paste list. Okay. That is a very common strategy that people use is they just have a list that they use on every single post, but I want you to do something a little bit more intentional and a little bit more strategic than that. So here's my approach for balancing hashtag strategy and knowing how much to repeat, how much to do unique. So let's talk about it. Actually, before you do this step, you'll want to have your Instagram content calendar already created. So I actually have a whole YouTube video that walks you through this process, which I will also link in the show notes. It's just basically called like how to create a content calendar. If you go to YouTube and just search Katie Steckley content calendar, it'll be the first result. Reviewers are saying it felt like a paid course, but for free. (laughs) So you aren't going to want to miss it. Um, That's just a comment from the video that I really liked. So I had to share it. (laughs) Anyway, the point is um, you need to have your posts ready to go before you add hashtags, obviously. So kind of do that step first, and then we'll dive into how to actually put hashtags on your posts now. So when it comes to choosing hashtags, I like to use a 50-50 approach. Half of my hashtags are going to be hashtags that I use regularly that are proven to be effective. They relate to my particular subtopic or pillar of content generally. So you can select these from the library of hashtags we've already created. So what I would recommend is you can have a copy and paste list like I personally use later to schedule my posts and they have a saved captions feature, or you could have a note in your phone where you're going to have some of these hashtags from each of your different columns. So, you know, today, if I'm making a body confidence post, these are the hashtags that I always use or whichever subtopic it is. And you're going to make like roughly 15 of the hashtags on that post are going to be ones that you use all the time for that particular subtopic. The second half of your hashtags on a given post should be unique to that specific post. Hashtags are most effective when they are super specific, but still general enough to have wide usage. So it's very much a balance, right? You want it to be specific enough that you as a small creator can actually show up in that hashtag on the explore page and not be totally buried, 
but they also need to be used frequently enough that there are people, you know, going to that hashtag and looking at content. If nobody's ever looking at it, then, you know, it's not going to be effective. So it's definitely a, a very fine line that you have to walk with that. So even if the hashtag doesn't relate to your niche as a whole, if it relates to that specific post, that's when you're going to use it in this sort of 50%, the second half of the 50-50 strategy. You're going to use hashtags that are relevant very specifically to what you're talking about in that post. So let me just give you a really quick example of a recent Instagram post I made. I made a post talking about how when I was a young teenager, I kind of went through this phase where I was really into the Beatles and I had this boy in middle school say, oh, I didn't know girls like the Beatles. I only thought guys were into cool stuff like that. And the point of the post is talking about how um, in our patriarchal society, we associate like young women with being less serious, less artistic, um, et cetera. And so things that young women like we tend to disregard. And then as soon as young women don't like them anymore, we give them more value. And the Beatles is the perfect story of that. So the, the post was about feminism and patriarchy and, you know, cultural perception and stuff like that. Um, and so I would say that would fall under, you know, my category of like speaking to women, talking about feminism, whatever. But then I used hashtags like hashtag the Beatles. Now that is completely unrelated to my niche, but it is very specifically related to the topic of that post, right? So that kind of just goes to show that like sometimes you will be talking about something that falls under the umbrella of one of your content pillars, but it's actually, you know, there's some topics there that are not specific to that content pillar. And so you can hashtag those things, even though, you know, there's never another circumstance where I would go hashtag the Beatles on any of my other content. So hopefully that gives you sort of an illustration of what I mean by using hashtags that are really specific to your post. Okay. So I'm going to give you another example. This is a post that I've written about self-doubt, the unproductive nature of negative thoughts as an entrepreneur. If you follow me on Instagram, then you'll have seen it. It's a picture of me. It's a mere selfie. It's me sitting on the bed. And then I've got one slide where it's sort of text boxes that say like, why would you ever try? You can't do it. You're not talented enough or whatever. And then when you slide to the next photo, those text boxes have changed to stuff like I can do anything I set my mind to, you know, like positive affirmations. So that's the post that I'm talking about. So for the first 50% of my hashtags on that post, I used a list of hashtags from my entrepreneurship encouragement pillar because it's related to entrepreneurship. Like the post is geared towards people who are feeling doubt in growing their business. So that, that fits very nicely into that first 50% of my hashtags. Now for the second half, I just write out the hashtag ideas that specifically relate to this image. So stuff like hashtag self-doubt, hashtag negative thoughts, hashtag dealing with self-doubt, hashtag believe in yourself, hashtag how to believe in yourself, hashtag confidence club, hashtag get confident, hashtag self-love journey, hashtag worthy of success, hashtag I have value, hashtag positive affirmations. Okay, that gives you a sense of how I just kind of stream of consciousness, write out anything that I think sounds like a hashtag that would be relevant to that content. I just write them out as they come to mind. They aren't necessarily gonna be great hashtags like the first ones that I write, but I can go back and I can check if they will be decent options by searching them on Instagram. Like that's all you have to do. You don't have to have any kind of special software or like app to do this. Just literally open Instagram and search that hashtag in the app. So as an example, I searched hashtag I have value. And as it turns out, it only has about a thousand posts in it, making it probably not the most effective for me at finding new followers. I want to aim for hashtags that have at least 10,000 posts because 
if it only has a thousand, chances are there's not even a thousand people that are actually looking at that hashtag, right? So it's not going to be that useful for me, but if something has like 10,000 posts, then there's a better chance that there are going to be people actually browsing it, looking for content. So I can use that test to check out all of these hashtags that I wrote, just stream of consciousness brainstorming, and I'll delete any that don't seem like they're going to be effective. And then I can brainstorm some more to fill in the gaps. Sometimes it can be hard to come up with your list of 15 hashtags simply by thinking of them, but that is why I love to use later. You know me, I love later. I talk about it all the time. I swear only two of the times I've talked about it has it been sponsored. So this is just my honest opinion. I mean, it always has been my honest opinion, um, but I love later. It's my favorite Instagram scheduling platform and it has a lot of other really helpful features too when it comes to stuff like hashtags. So I use their hashtag generator to fill in the gaps and get even more hashtags that are related for that like second half of the 50 50 strategy. So what I'll do is I'll open up later. This is where I'm always writing my captions and, you know, putting in my hashtags anyway, because I use their saved captions feature for my, the first 50% of my hashtag strategy. So there's just this button that says hashtag suggestions, and you can click on that and you can enter one of the more effective hashtags that you've written. So let's say I came up with hashtag positive affirmations and I'm like, you know what? That was good. That had like a high post count. I think it's helpful. So I'll put it into later and then I can click the suggest button and later we'll populate the list with a bunch of related hashtags. I believe they determine these based on looking through posts and seeing like, okay, this post used positive affirmation and it used this other hashtag. And that's how they kind of figure out which hashtags are related to each other. And then I can just start selecting them and adding them to my caption. And that really helps me fill in the gaps on that second half of the 50-50 strategy when I'm having trouble coming up with hashtag ideas. Now that I have a post that has some thoroughly researched and specific hashtags that will give me the best chance of getting my content seen, that will hopefully help my audience to grow. That really is the formula for organic growth on Instagram when it comes to feed posts is really thinking about your hashtags in an intentional way and getting your content in front of the kind of people who might like to follow you. Now, that is only the first half of the process. The next thing you need to do once you are implementing this hashtag strategy, you're posting frequently, then you need to start to analyze your data, your insights, to see which of these hashtags are truly performing well for you. The first part of this whole episode was about coming up with hashtag ideas that we think will perform well for us, right? Like we're looking at industry leaders and what they tend to use. And that's, you know, we assume that they're going to be helpful for us too. And then we do this research in terms of how many posts of these hashtags I already have. And then we kind of determine if we think they're going to be helpful for us on that front. But you can actually go back and look, you know, in retrospect at what really was helpful for you and later has a really great feature for this. When I log into later, I can click on analytics on the left hand side and then I can choose hashtag analytics. You can see which hashtags you've used, what reach they generated and how many posts you've used each of them on. The darker pink they are, the better. Later also loves color coding just like I do. So you can see right away which hashtags generated the most reach for you. And they have all kinds of different stats along the right hand side of this chart. But I personally just look at the reach because in my opinion, that's the biggest thing that has 
hashtags actually impact. Like you could maybe argue that some hashtags are more engaged than others. Like people on the no small creator hashtag might be more likely to comment or something like that. But to me, the most important thing about hashtags is just increasing your reach as much as possible. So I try to find the hashtags that have provided the most reach for me. And then I try to use them more often. So it's just good to check in on your hashtag analytics once a month or every couple months or whatever, depending on how frequently you're posting, of course, to see how they're doing, what seems to be performing the best for you, and then knowing which to repeat based on that, because that's how you actually prove that what you're doing is having an impact is by checking the data. And then you just keep on repeating this process for your content strategy month after month. You use those analytics, you determine what hashtags have performed well, and then you use them more often, or you take certain ones out of your rotation because they aren't serving you. I know it can seem like a lot, but I promise that it gets faster the more you do it. Plus, if you're going to put all that effort into writing and photographing a concept for your post, like if you're really putting a lot of intention into your Instagram content, you might as well make sure as many people as possible can see it. That's why I think it's important to implement this hashtag strategy because otherwise, I mean, it's great to create content just for your existing audience. That's totally fine. But if you're putting a lot of effort into your content, which I'm sure you are, then you might as well try to get it out to more people, right? So my friend, that is my hashtag strategy. I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. I know, like I said, it can be overwhelming, but I promise once you do that initial research and you get into the routine of it, it just starts to come together a lot easier and it'll feel more second nature the more you do it. So as always, thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to see you grow your reach by using hashtags. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listened to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out, and you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening, and as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams, and I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.